Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Oh man, um, I'm pretty good. I was exhausted for the past couple of days, but I'm feeling really good now. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in just a second, because I actually want to hear about your trip. Oh yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I'm, uh, uh... <laughs> I have uh, I've developed the ability to have anxiety attacks lately, but I've also figured out how to quell them, so that way I'm not experiencing them. The problem is, is that when I have them, it spikes my adrenaline. So I have the residual effects of having a shit ton of adrenaline in my system, but no anxiety attack. Like that pain isn't there. Mm-hmm. So it's weird, and I'm fucking energetic as hell right now. Like it's ridiculous, but it's good for a podcast, I assume. Hell um, yeah, bring the energy. I love it. <laughs> but I'm in a good mood. I'm happy to I'm I'm excited to talk about this show. Uh the sorry, the shows on this episode. Blah 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 blah. Um but guys, if you're new here, what Josh and I do on this podcast is we talk about two shows on an internet streaming platform like Netflix or Amazon Prime or YouTube Red. Uh we, we discuss everything that we that comes to our mind on the show. We try to keep spoilers to a minimum. Uh, but we do let some slip from time to time, so be prepared for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, we 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 discuss what we liked and didn't like, and then we give a grade at the end. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, that being said, um, as I as we stated earlier, Josh just came back from a big trip. I did. Um, we talked about it last week on uh, Uninhibited, but uh, Josh, well, let's let's spill the beans, let's spill the tea, sis. How was the trip? Oh man, sorry. the The trip was pretty awesome. Uh, way too fucking short. Uh, we left Thursday morning. The, the originally the plan was to leave at six a.m. We ended up leaving actually at like seven forty-five a.m. because my body was just like, no, it's too early. So stay here under this nice warm blanket. It's cold outside. Because it was like thirty-five degrees outside when we left. <laughs> why did your Why did your blanket sound like a very effeminate Mister Belvedere? Because it is. That's <laughs> that's what that's its actual name. Effeminate Mister Belvedere dressed as a TARDIS. Um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, we we went to uh, the twenty nineteen International Realm of Collectors Meetup. That just happened to be at the same location as TFCon uh, in D.C., uh, which, you know, TFCon Transformers Convention. Yes, most people that listen uh, regularly should be aware that I am a collector and I buy toys. Um, Yeah, but TFCon, I went to my first one last year in Chicago, and I went to this one here. It was actually in Reston, Virginia, which is just mere minutes away from D.C. 
And the fact that the World Series was taking place on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night that I was there, traffic was a nightmare. And so was the hotel because it was packed to the gills with um, a bunch of super sweaty, stinky, fatty Uber nerds um, and sports fanatics. What what con- what convention? Well, the sports fanatic part. I was going to say, what convention isn't filled with sweaty nerds? But oh man, <laughs> I, I saw I saw some I saw some Uber nerds, man. Oh my god! I'm like I'm trying to figure out sports fanatics, and I totally forgot that it was like right next to where the World Series is being held. Yeah, I mean, literally, the stadium was less than a 20 minute drive from where we were on the same road, just right across the river into DC. Um, but yeah, and also you know it's also next to a major international airport, so a lot of pilots and flight attendants were staying as well. Uh, so yeah, this place was packed. Um, but you know, the, I went, the convention is secondary. It's the, it's the means to an end. Uh, you know, I go because I want to meet up with the realm of collectors, the community that I'm a part of. And the realm presence was super strong this year. I mean, our group photo we took, there was probably over a hundred people in it. Um, and not even everybody was in the picture. God damn. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to show you later. Uh, It was also pretty awesome because it was the first time ever that me and the other four guys that I do MPSP theater with on Friday nights were all in the same location at once for the first time ever. Uh, So that was awesome. Uh, Sam, you know, he was the one guy we hadn't got to meet. He actually roomed with uh, Misty and Madison and myself. And uh, our friend Vinny from New Jersey, he roomed with us, too. So there were five of us in a room that only had two double beds. Um, so me. Oh, so you're Miss, getting, to know, getting to know your friends real well. Well, me and Sam just sacked out on the floor. And Vinny, the two nights he did sleep in the room, he slept in the one bed. Uh, and Misty and Madison shared a bed. Um, yeah, Vinny didn't. Like Friday night, he never came back to the room until like seven thirty Saturday morning. We're we're looking around like where the fuck's Vinny? <laughs> Sam's like I don't know, but at five o'clock I noticed he wasn't here, and I crawled up here in the bed because I was cold. Because <laughs> both he and I were sleeping like in front of the main AC vents, and I had it yeah. set on like sixty five degrees because you get a lot of bodies in a smaller room, it gets warmer. But uh. The con itself was pretty awesome. Or, not the con itself. Um, the con itself was what it was. You know, I, did, I only attend one panel at these things, and that's the third-party reveal panel. That's like all these companies that make Transformer figures that aren't licensed by Hasbro, but they make better product than Hasbro. You know, and they just, like, they'll make an Optimus Prime, look just like him they just don't put faction symbols or call him optimus prime you know and that's how that works because copyright laws are different in china and there's not shit has broken to about it <laughs> and i'm fine with that because you know i don't like what they're offering to the general public so the only thing that's we fair. attended was a third party panel and everything else you know was just hanging out with members of the realm and meeting new people uh, you know, Friday night we picked up our rock boxes, which every year they do a a, a 
like a goodie bag, uh, and they call it the rock box. And this year, you know, they put, they put some things, everybody, you know, a lot of people from various shows contribute to it. Uh, there were two t-shirts in this year's shows, uh, in this year's bag, each one designed by a different artist in the realm. Um, you know, there was a set of spudgers, which are wonderful, beautiful little tools, some custom uh, designed coasters for your car, like your car cup holders. They're like ceramic coasters that are washable. They're really cool. Uh, you know, some other other trinkets involved. I don't want to spoil everything that was in it. And then, you know, we go to the rock party uh, where everybody goes and hangs out for a while. And then a lot of time it was just going to eat with friends, hanging out, just spending time with everybody as much as you can. And it's never enough time. And of course there is a dealer floor where you could go and buy anything from the dealers. And I put way too much. Oh, I spent way too much. I, I spent a lot of fucking money on my credit card. <laughs> So Miss, Mi Misty, Misty, get, Misty gets email alerts on my phone because, you know, my email also goes to her phone. So she's like not even left the hotel room and I hit the dealer floor and I hit up my favorite retailer in the U.S. Uh, at Agabus. Uh, you know, his name's Hanny. Love Hanny and Myra. They're awesome people. But yeah, I bought several things from Handy, and then I get a message like 30 seconds later from Misty. What cost $806 at Agabus? And I was like, um, <laughs> um come downstairs, I'll show you. <laughs> That's funny. And then I spent another 98 with Handy, and then I spent a couple hundred at ages three and up, and I spent like a hundred with Toy Dojo. And then I spent like 120 with Bobby Skullface. <laughs> you know, I bought a blanket and some prints and a, a sweet tumbler mug from him. And then I got me a nice custom mug from Etchbox Custom, which that's uh, run by my friend uh, Kelly. Uh, she's the wife of Chris, who runs Crashbox Customs. Uh, bought a sweet mug from her. Bought a cool-ass shirt and a couple of prints from my man Mike Kincaid. Uh, you know, and talked to a few other people, uh, but mainly after that, you know, I bought some shit the first day in the first hour, and then I bought some shit the next morning in the first hour, and I was like, all right, I've spent way too much money on my credit card. I'm done. Uh, but, oh my God, just the time I had, it was a blast, and it was way too short. It went by way too fast. It always does, man. Hey. I remember, uh, like, you know, when I was getting really into streaming, and I went to the MAGFest, and... Next thing I know, it's we're leaving, and I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, and that's a you get there on a Wednesday night, and that's a Thursday through Sunday thing, and it's like, boom, it's over, no. you know. And this, this is a we got in on Thursday, and it's you know a Friday through Sunday thing, and it's just like Thursday. We originally got in on Thursday because I had initially signed up for this custom class. Every year they do a figure customization class. They give you like a brand new out of the box transformer of some sort. And the materials to, and directions to customize it into a particular theme. And when they showed this year's theme, like, less than a week out from the con, I was like, nope, 
nope, I don't want to do that. And I emailed him. I was like, look, I'm not feeling this. Could I please get a refund and let somebody else have a spot that wants in that couldn't get in? And within 45 minutes, they refunded my money in full, which was awesome. I was like, thanks. You know, I can't complain about that customer service at all. Um, Right. So we got up there on Thursday and... There was really nothing to do until, you know, registration to get in line and get your wristbands and stuff for the weekend at like six o'clock on Friday. Uh, So, you know, a lot of Thursday night and Friday day was hanging out with everybody and that was cool. But yeah, it's it's a great time, man. Um, You know, really, really, really love all the. You know, met a lot of new people in the realm that have joined in the past year, and it was amazing to finally get to meet the new people and catch up with old friends. And, you know, this is the fifth time I've gotten to do something like this since this time last year, Uh, which is insane because this time two years ago, I could have gone because it was like a six-hour drive just like this. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to know anybody anybody there. I'd feel out of place. And, I, and I've regretted that decision ever since. But, you know, with the amputation and the whole near-death thing, you know, I was just like, I'm, I'm going to start living and doing things. And it's the best thing I ever did. You know, made some incredible friends that way. And uh, the memories are incredible. And we got some cool pics, too. And I sent you that one, of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, trip was great. We all had a good time. And, you know, hopefully if all goes well, uh, we'll be spending um, time with uh, Realm family in December, um, the same weekend that episode nine comes out. So we'll see. That's good. But yeah, enough about me. <laughs> let's get to the reviews yeah yeah uh, normally we'd save something so, like that for uninhibited but since it did fall on an odd week i did want to talk about it a little bit yeah no that's totally fine with me um guys if you Ooh. had problems with josh telling that story let us know <laughs> i do gotta tell a couple of funny things that happened so they only had four elevators in this hotel it's a 15 floor hotel and you know there's Hundreds and hundreds of people stayed in this hotel. Um, one of the elevators was malfunctioning. It would it would not go to the ground floor. It would go all the way down to floor two. And then as soon as it got to two, it would shoot all the way back up to 15 and work its way down. So as a result, the other three elevators were being overtaxed. And when you got a ton of con nerds and a bunch of people in town for the World Series and a bunch of pilots and flight attendants staying, you get pretty packed elevators. It's like people it'll open up and people will be like, is this going down? No, it's going up. Oh, okay, I'll wait. And I'm like, dumbass, get on and ride because it's like a 10-minute wait, right? <laughs> so I was like, why are you going to stand there and just wait? That's fucking stupid. Just get on and go with it and then get off when it gets to your stop. That's what they have buttons for. You're just making your wait longer. Don't be fucking dumb. So I took advantage. And every time I got into an elevator, I'm going to be packed with like 10 to 12 people. And I'd get in and here I am. Amputee, got my middle leg and I'm walking around. 
So every time the doors close, I'd start acting really nervous. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. And, and I'd turn around and I'd look at people and I'd say, this is the elevator that I lost my leg on two years ago when it fell. I'm here to win this time. And people would start freaking the fuck out. <laughs> I pulled that shit every day I was there. Uh, People started freaking out, man. The, uh, the, 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 I'm here to win this time is too good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, that's funny. The, I swear to God, there were several people that legit panicked. And they're like, oh, no, let me out on the next floor. I pulled that shit several times. I had a little boy. I was outside of the in the front of the in the hotel because I don't want to stay indoors the entire time. I mean, it, the hotel itself was overpriced for what it was, but it was an absolutely gorgeous area. So I was out front by the fountain. I was sitting there, and me and Misty were talking to a few other friends. This little boy walks up to me. He's just come out of the convention with his mom and his sister, and they got new transformer toys and they're playing and he just he sees me and he gets up and he walks over to me tears coming down his cheeks he's like i feel so sorry for you and i was like what he's like nobody should have to live like that and he's pointing at my leg i'm like dude this is the best thing that ever happened to me because if they hadn't done this i would have died and because of this I'm actually living my life now instead of just existing. I was like, I can still walk. I can do almost anything I could do before. The only thing I can't do is drive yet. It's okay. I get around just fine. Just get a little tired sometimes. He's like, nobody should have to live like that. I'm so sorry, mister. And it's just like he wouldn't take no for an answer that I was okay. So that was weird, but also funny (laughs) because, you know. Uh, poor kid. Yeah, yeah, That's he's fun. probably scarred for life forever. We should definitely get to the reviews, though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but the elevator story was too good to not tell. Oh no, it's funny. and I didn't shit myself it. this time, like I did hey, last year. So there's that small victories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna talk about fractured first. Um. Mainly because I, I, doubt, I doubt it'll be a long time. No, I don't think it'll be very long at all. Um, so if you guys, if yeah, if you guys didn't watch it, it is a uh, it's a movie on Netflix. Uh, I don't remember who it, who the lead is. I can't remember his name. I, that's a fucking shocker. To I anybody. mean, really, but, but it was Josh, Sam Worthington. There you go, Sam Worthington. Um, he he was you know he's done a lot of stuff. He was the uh, mocap actor for the uh, Force Unleashed games. Um, was he? Mm-hmm. I think. Because I know that set Sam Sam Whitmer. Oh Whitmer, no, it was Sam played. Whitmer that was. My bad. I get those two confused all the fucking time because they have very similar facial features, and both of them are named Sam, and both of them's last name begin with a W. My mistake. Sam Whitmer is the one that did the mocap. Yeah, I was going to say, because I This is the, the dude that was the main games. character in Avatar. Okay, so he played... He played uh, Jake, Jake, Jake Sully. Uh, he was Jake also Sully. Perseus in Clash of the Titans and uh, Marcus Rout in Terminator Which Salvation. Did... Ugh. Yeah. I really just like that movie. Um, 
Well, why don't you give the people a synopsis for this movie, and then we'll talk about how we liked it. Well, this movie, it's basically, he's playing a character named Ray Monroe, and he and his wife and daughter are driving back home from a, apparently a disastrous Thanksgiving at her parents, and they stop at a little gas station in the middle of Podunk Bumfuck, and uh, his daughter falls and breaks her arm, and he gets her, he, he and his wife rush her to a hospital because she's had a terrible fall. Um, and the doctors say, okay, we're going to go do a CAT scan just to see if there's any head trauma or not. And after uh, hours of waiting, his wife and daughter are nowhere to be found. The hospital has no record, and it, re- it caps off a, a frenzied search for his family. Uh, so full, full on from here on out, I just want everyone to know we are going to be talking spoilers of this movie. There is a twist of sorts, so that's why I'm warning you. We're we it's going to be really hard to discuss this without talking about the ending. Yeah. Um. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers for this and you want to check it out yourself, fast forward to when we talk about uh, the other show. Um, or go watch it and come back. It's like it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's an hour and forty minutes total runtime from opening to end credits. So very digestible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, would you say it is worth their time checking out before they do? Not really. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. It's, it's fucking sad. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not by like I was entertained, no. but. The, yeah, the problem yeah. is, is that it was incredibly predictable. Like the fucking first five minutes, like, okay, again, spoilers, people like, seriously, I'm about to say something that's a major spoiler in the first five minutes. I was like, oh shit, he accidentally killed his kid and wife. He accidentally yeah. did. And he's having a, he's having a, a, a fractured memory, quote unquote, like. Mm-hmm. It was but right the, the fuck away. title leads you to believe that she has fractured her arm when she fell. They tr- they they do a really, in my opinion, a really bad job at making this like big reveal at the end, not really a reveal. Like if they wanted to make it a big twist, they should have presented the film in a uh, without that beginning scene with her falling, just them rushing into the hospital saying we need help. Like, that's how they sort of started the film. And then, to further that... Done that opening scene in a flashback yes. as he's retelling the story. I agree. I agree. And then it wouldn't have been as predictable as it was. It was... I don't mind predictability. Um, the whole the, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, oh, no. Oh, no. What the doc, the psychiatrist is trying to deduce is actually what happened. And I was like, oh, I don't want it to be that. And then at the end, you see him find his wife and daughter. And you're like, oh, wow, they were alive. This hospital really is fucked up. And then you get that end. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking heartbreaking. It was very I sad. Think, I think you could take this movie and re-edit a different, a different version that would have been a lot more surprising and shocking than how they did film it. Um, yeah, I think if you take that opening scene and move it to the middle when he is trying to explain to the police and everybody what happens and break it up into little bits as he's trying to explain it in that middle section, I think it would have been a l- less predictable 
and more impactful than it was ultimately. Yeah. But it was still fucking sad. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's meant to be a sad story. It's meant to be a a tragedy um, in, in every sense of the word. Uh, but my, my biggest issue is that it just, it, it, it really tried to play the angle of like, oh, I bet you didn't see that coming. And I'm like, but I did. I did in the first five fucking minutes. So that's, that's what bothered me. I did see it coming, but I didn't want it to be that. And it turned out to be that. Um, it was just, for me, it was just very, very obvious that that's what they were going for. And, uh, when it came time for the reveal and all these characters are just like, it's not how you see it. It's not how you see it. I'm just like, oh my God, you don't have to say it like that. Yeah. Like, if here's the problem, if we're seeing everything from his perspective, which they show at the end that we're seeing everything from his perspective, we should have really seen everything from his perspective, meaning there should have been very, very little hints or clues for the audience that all of this was an illusion inside his head. We should mm -hmm. have, he's the protagonist. We need to see everything he sees in order for us to be like, oh, that ending, I didn't expect that at all. Like, that's how it should have been. But instead, they were just like, well, you know, so here you go. And it was like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, because the, the performance from all the actors was great. Like, I have no, yeah, no complaints solid about that. as yeah. fuck. Cinematography was really dead on. Like, the cinematographer, like, mm -hmm. he, had, he had to have been like, well, everything's kind of wonky. So I want to make, you know, angles, camera angles look a little crooked and 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 uh, shots to be a little bit more disjointed and edges a little distorted and blurred and like brilliant ideas like for the that. edges of the frame. Yeah. But the editing was I mean, the editing was fine I to an extent, but like the, the, the plan and how it all came to I just. Yeah, I think I think this movie um, had the editing been, you know, like I said, take that opening scene, chop it up and put it dispense it throughout the middle in the second act uh to the start of the third act i think that this would bump this up a whole letter grade right right it, it it's it's crazy because like i can see its potential but it's not absolutely it's just not quite there um I mean, I think it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's if you like it, if you like a suspenseful movie, be prepared. It is sad though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's again, I can't like can't stress it enough. It is a tragedy, um, but it's uh, it's it's interesting. It's definitely an interesting movie, uh, regardless. You, yeah, yeah, you really don't see a lot of movies done like this. No, I think you know. Again, as we've stated, it definitely could have done been done better, but eh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't yeah. know that there's much more we I mean, can say about it. There's, yeah, I was gonna say there's not much more to say about it without just spoiling every goddamn thing, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, let's you know what, that's really short review. <laughs> it is, but we, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so do you want to go first, Josh, with the grade? Yeah, I'll give it a B minus. Uh, I didn't hate on it. I was entertained. I was in. I was intrigued. I saw the ending coming, but I kept hoping that it wasn't that. Uh, beautifully shot. Uh, wonderfully acted. Uh, I just think it suffered from uh, some editing decisions, and that's why I'm going to go B minus. Okay. Um. I mean, it's 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 interesting because I mirror all of like your opinions on it. I think we're on the same page. Uh, however, I'm I'm maybe a little harsher. I'm giving it a C plus. Um, I mean, that's not much difference <laughs> to me. I think that, uh, 
it wasn't just its editing. It was like there were scenes that were unnecessary that gave too much away. And those could have been taken out. There was some direction, di- directional takes that I feel like if they had just done that a little differently, it, it really could have cemented like, am I in his mind or am I in the reality? But they didn't do that. They went this different take. And it was, just, it was strange. But I think that's really where my problem lies with it. It's direction. Um, yeah. But uh, there were legit moments, though, where I'm like, okay. I don't know what's real here because they did do a pretty decent job at that. Well, that that was the thing is like, there was a lot of moments where I kept saying like, are they going to try to like turn this around and make it like a double, a double twist where you're going like, Oh, I see where they're going, but I totally see it's predictable when in reality they were trying to harvest people. Like I was like, that would have been rad. Like that would have been a really interesting twist to, completely throw us off our game like that would have been dope but they didn't do that it was exactly Mm -hmm. what i thought it was going to be and i was kind of like oh okay and that to me makes a movie forgettable when you when you see everything coming so and i don't and that's the thing is i think that everyone involved with it is very talented it just didn't quite pan out that way so um but yeah so you you mean you got a c plus b minus movie yeah i mean it's just slightly better than average but it's that's it's service it's know. serviceable if you're looking for a quick movie to watch with uh with somebody who really enjoys tragedies that's definitely going to be something you want to take a look at oh yeah um but our next show which was uh, uh suggested to us by a friend of the show he actually did the art for our uh our avatars um yep. uh genocide squirrel he uh mm-hmm. he wanted us to check out uh raising dion which is a series on Netflix, nine episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, got that. It's actually based on a 2015 comic book and short film of the same name, which I looked to try to get, but apparently it's just not like I can't find it to to buy it. Cool. Like I was looking, I was looking on Amazon. I was, I just couldn't, I couldn't find it. So, um, which is strange to me because why not? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um. You got that synopsis for the people, Joel? I do. Uh, basically, it follows the story of a woman named Nicole raising her son, Dion, after the death of her husband, Mark. Uh, it follows the dramas of raising his son as a single mom, and those become amplified when he begins to manifest several superhero-like abilities. So now she must keep her son's gifts a secret with the help of Mark, her husband Mark's best friend, Pat, Dion's godfather, and protect Dion from antagonists out to exploit him while figuring out the origin of his abilities. Uh, so I was a little, I, I didn't, I went into this not knowing a goddamn thing about it. Genuinely. I... I had seen the trailer about a month ago, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to check that out soon. Well, it was it was mainly because Genocide contacted me, and he was like, hey, have you checked out this show? And I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, it's about a single mom trying to raise a kid uh, who's developing superpowers. So I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. He's like, yeah, you guys should do it for the podcast. That literally it. That's literally all I knew yeah, of the show. Yeah. And I would have checked it out eventually, but because of his suggestion to both of us, we're like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Well, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, well, I mean, I was going to check it out anyway, but yeah, sure. Um, 
<laughs> Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. This was very uh, engaging and intriguing and totally didn't see that coming at the end. You know, it's really funny. A lot of people didn't. I did. Uh, so again, with the spoiler, I mean, with the spoiler going thing, guys. back, <laughs> going going back to rewatch, I can see subtle hints that were dropped here and there, but I legit was surprised when that happened. I mean, I, I totally get why people would be. I totally get it. it's not something that's very obvious, but there's a, no. there was one huge hint, huge hint. Well, I mean, comic book logic. If I had applied comic book logic, it should have been apparent from the first or second episode. It was. It was a. It but was, I didn't go in applying comic book logic. There was. Uh, it was his. Oh God, guys, spoilers. Fixing seriously, spoilers. And this time, like, we're. I'm way more adamant about it because this show is good. Um, and I've this show's very. And good. I've heard a lot more people be surprised by this than not. So I don't want to spoil it for you. So genuinely speaking, we're we're kind of we're gonna gonna have to kind of discuss it because it's a big old twist. So spoiler warning: three, yeah. two, one. Ninety-nine, ninety-eight, <laughs> ninety-seven, ninety-nine bears the water. Um. So there was a moment when he first got his when he got his first headache, his first migraine. That was my first clue. I was like, well, that's weird. Like, why is that a plot point? Like, that was my first thought. Well, like, why is that a plot point? And, and then, um, uh, when it went to Bion and the, the, the leader of it, the, the Asian lady, I can't remember her name for the life. Well, I don't know why that's surprising. Suzanne. Suzanne. Thank you. Suzanne shows an image of where people were safe and where the scarred area was. The yurt was on the scarred area where he was. I didn't actually, I didn't actually notice that. Um, that was my first big hint. That was my first big like, oh, that's very curious. Um, and then like, I think it was like episode seven or eight. He started to act very like uh, uh, obsessive. It was episode. Episode eight is when he started acting extremely obsessive and erratic. And shout out to Jason Ritter. Holy I shit, he killed it in that fucking role. Love Jason Ritter. Like, if you've ever seen uh, Gravity Falls, um, I have not, but I know my daughter loved it. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's it's very short watch. It's two seasons, um, but it's uh, Jason Ritter is the main character in it, and. Uh, well, that's why that's why I adore him in that, and I adore him in this. Like he did an exceptional job. Like that guy, that guy can do some really, really, really. He's a good actor. My point. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I I have to admit, I saw it coming. It was you know it was, it was of course verified in episode eight when he started acting that way. Um, what I didn't know. What I didn't see, and I'll admit this much, I didn't see that he uh, was dying. I didn't see that he was absorbing other superpowered people because it was keeping him alive. I didn't get. I didn't see that. All I saw was that he was the Cricket Man. Mm. That's all I saw. So to to, to be yeah. totally fair, I didn't see everything. <laughs> um, 
but yeah just a lot a lot of it was very suspicious so i was like why does a cricket man know where dion is that doesn't make any sense um but i get why and here's the thing and i have to make this clear i get why people didn't see it uh the, again the show doesn't explicitly tell you anything um no it's very cryptic about its information that it that it gives you and you're so concentrated on that adorable kid and his mom and his adorable disabled best friend she's a scene stealer yeah she is absolutely esperanza oh my god that little girl was awesome yeah she would know she was fantastic he's like i'm his best friend he just doesn't know it yet yeah all right dude but yeah. yeah the 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 little boy that played dion was great yeah uh that kid's talented very because um, i believed that he was an eight-year-old kid like acting like an eight-year-old kid i believed it um yeah i don't know how old he actually is but i don't know i can look but no he's very I, all the kids in this show are very talented i mean and, mm-hmm. like very well done and that's another thing like I don't know if it's just like Netflix upping the, the the quality, but this show had some excellent visuals. Like oh, absolutely! Like usually when these shows do uh, things, like of course Stranger Things is the outlier in this, but when 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 there's uh, visual effects like like lightning beams or just beams coming off someone's hand, you can see the you can see the difference. But when yeah. when Dion's messing with stuff, I like I was like, damn, that looks really good. Like, it looked like it was coming off of his hands. I was like, damn, all right. There's some talented people on the visual effects department. Yeah, okay, cool. So, very impressed with this show. I, IMDB doesn't list his birth date, so I would say he's anywhere from 8 to 10 years old. Yeah, I mean, 9 times out of 10, people that are hired to play a role aren't the same age as the character they're playing, but they look like it, or it's believable to mm-hmm. look like it, so... I'm going to assume he's 10-ish. Um, because yeah. his, his acting skill, but, uh, yeah, I, dude, man, the, the, this show was a lot of fun and I really liked how, I mean, there's potential for a season two. I don't know if they've announced a season two yet, but there's definitely a potential for it. And it's like, so. okay, well, that very scene set up, he's got an arch nemesis out there that's coming for him with built-in jealousy already of him, specifically. Right, right. It's, uh, the fact that... And I, and the fact that there's, like, two eight-year-olds that just have a hate on for each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of hope... I kind of hope there's a little bit of a time jump between season one and two. I hope that we meet Dion again when he's like at least two or three years older and he's developed some more abilities. Yeah, like 11, 12, somewhere in there. Yeah, and he's developed these abilities a little bit more. He's a little bit more mature. Like, I think that'd be really fun to revisit this world with our main protagonist being a little bit wiser, um, a little bit more trained, you know, like uh, maybe he's maybe he's got a little bit of popularity because he's done some uh, heroics. Um and and our and our new antagonist has uh you know like he's he's been out there for a few years and he's doing his thing and he's developing his abilities and maybe he's honed in to to Pat's uh electricity powers like i'm just like i'm just thinking like that would be that would be really fun to 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 revisit but mm-hmm. either way i'm 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 wanting a second season 
I would like to see a second season. Yes, uh, because I don't I don't know how the comic went. You know, I don't think it's an ongoing thing. I think it was just a shorter, limited series, maybe. Uh, it looked uh, like but... it was just one issue. Oh, really? Yeah, that's hmm. what kills me. Because, I, again, I can't find where to buy it. I even went to that website hmm. where we read comics online. <laughs> not there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not there? Huh. So Now, um, you know, granted, I would have... if. Had I not been so busy with the Diorama Commission and the trip and everything, I would have been able to watch this sooner and done more research. But I didn't finish watching this until a few hours ago. Um, about six hours ago. And I'm like, man. Uh, so I am interested in looking up to find out more about it. But yeah, this was... This was really pleasant, also, pleasantly surprising. Also, for, for anybody watching this show, and this is going to sound awful, and I don't mean it to, but this show has some excellent eye candy. <laughs> um, I'm going to be vague on that, but it has some excellent eye candy. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, I really dug it. I, I think one of the things I really enjoyed about it outside of the superhero stuff is how... Um, how much I really wanted Nicole to succeed. Uh, she doesn't have powers, but she's trying to raise an eight-year-old who does, and mm -hmm. trying to figure it all out, and and uh, being there for her son, and 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 it's not just it's not just helping because that's that's one trouble is trying to help somebody who has powers. The second pro trouble is raising an eight-year-old. Mm -hmm. And anyone who has kids, Josh, uh, you know how yep. tough that can be. You know, you know how complicated that can be. And they did a yep. wonderful Especially job. Especially when they don't understand. Yeah. That, you know. And you're trying to convey something to them so they will understand why you're choosing to not let them do something or choosing who, uh, why. Uh, you don't, why you're basically trying to teach them about the world around them. And I think this show did an excellent job with its portrayal of racism. Yep. Um, I think the show did an excellent job of the struggles of trying to raise a child alone, just in, in that sense itself, let alone, you know, a superpowered child. Um my mom, uh, she she ended up watching this because I was like, you got to check this out. And I explained the show to her and she was like, okay. So she's been watching the past couple days and she contacts me and she says, I, I, I was crying when Nicole had to explain to Dion what racism is. Oh, God. Yeah, that was terrible, man. It broke my heart. But I mean, I imagine a lot of parents have to go through that. A lot of a lot of people, you know, who have skin that's not white who have faces that aren't European have to explain to their kids why there's people out there who have hate in their heart. And that's got to be tougher than the birds and the bees conversation. I mean, I, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, I've talked to Madison about racism, what racism is for years and years, you know, and I've always preached to her, you know, outward appearance 
because uh, someone just because someone looks different outwardly doesn't make them inferior to you in any way. You know, um, you treat everyone that you meet in this life with dignity and respect and kindness, and they'll do the same to you. Generalizing, of course, you know, I mean, there are some just genuinely terrible people out there, but I don't want, I've never wanted to instill in her. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, not everybody out there is going to have that mentality to treat others respectfully um but yeah i think this show did a wonderful job with it uh it did a wonderful job with a lot of things uh i did think it went a little heavy-handed on the whole dance angle on the dance angle yeah yeah like her prior career as a dancer Yes. Well, I think I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a there was quite a few scenes that I was just kind of like, uh-huh, let's move forward. And that was a lot when she was getting like her job. I was yeah. like, okay, I don't I don't think I give a shit about the whole like her making a poster and shit. Like, we can move on from that. <laughs> we can we can go we can go forward, guys. We don't have to stay on this. Okay, well, we're staying on it. Okay. But, you know, it is. It is. It is what it is. It's. It's a. Uh, it's. It's again. It's showcasing that thing that I that I liked, and that's that. You know, her her job does keep her busy, and that trying to you know raise Dion, but also like part of part of raising a kid is making sure that they have everything they need, a uh, mm-hmm. house, food, and and uh, you know material for school or shit like that, and. Um, and that's all she's trying to, she's just trying to provide for him. So I get why they showed it. I do agree that they stayed on it a bit too long. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't done badly. I just think they overstayed it a few times here and there. Yeah. But it, you know, on that same note, it should be clarified. Like, um, it didn't cross my mind in that regard. I agree with you, but I had, I didn't think about it because the show, moves at a very even keel in nine episodes. Um, its pacing isn't ruined by that, per se. At least I don't feel that it was. Yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking about all the stuff in the show, and, like, there's there's a great moment that, that like, <sighs> there's a few great moments in the show, like at the birthday party, um, where instead of just showing the kids, like, dealing with stuff and whatnot, like, there was the, uh, there was the direct racism in the show, which had to be dealt with, but then there was also the passive racism or the casual racism, like the lady at the at the the birthday party looking at the friend that lived near Nicole and said, "Are you his nanny?" Like, oh yeah, yeah, that um, just like disregarding her, even though you know there's really no difference in them. Yeah, you know, like. Oh, okay. Just because you're not somebody I know, I'm going to assume you're the help. That was fucked up. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing is that the 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 racial stuff and the um uh the real world problem situations they didn't to me they didn't feel forced or ham fisted. It all felt natural. 
It all felt stuff that I I could believe it being a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, while going like, hey, this eight-year-old has superpowers. Uh, so I thought that was really clever. Like, uh, um, it just didn't feel... I don't say forced because that stuff shouldn't be forced. Like shouldn't feel forced in the first place, like regardless, but it didn't feel forced. It felt natural. That's my point. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like they broke the fourth wall, looked right at the camera and went, racism is bad. Uh, <laughs> um, so I really, I really liked how it, it, it just, it flowed with the show and it didn't break uh stride. And, and you know the 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 testament to that uh point this out is my mom mentioned it without seeming like it was out of place she doesn't I love my mom to death but she doesn't pick up on subtlety so the fact that she mentioned it to me in a in in a sense that didn't come across as like she was confused as to why it was there mm-hmm. I think is important oh yeah like she understood it implicitly so but uh yeah I think I think we're 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 good we can we can give grades now um, all right well I'll let you go first since I went first last time okay I'm gonna give this show an a minus uh the reason I'm not giving it an a or an a plus is just because I think that um, the only real downside to this show for me is, uh, uh, it, it ends too abruptly. I feel, um, I would have liked a little bit more into the, uh, into the powers aspect, like, um, maybe a little bit more into other people. Uh, I would have really, really, really preferred the idea that like, uh a little bit more explanation as to how a parent can pass their abilities to their kid. Yeah, yeah. Because Dion and you know, the little boy were not in uh was well, Alaska. Yeah, they just they just no it was Iceland. Iceland. They just said it was second generation. Uh and you're left to assume basically that the changes in the parental DNA were passed to the offspring. Well, then that's the thing, um, is that both these kids were born before the event. No, they weren't. Dion- the, event happened, the event happened in 2010. He had just met her, and they had just got married, and it was in 2011 when she told him that she was pregnant. And this takes place in 2019, and he just turned eight. Okay. Cause I, most people, it took them four years to start noticing their abilities. Okay, then I I missed that. Okay, that one. Wow, I got I got the I got the thing about Pat, but I missed that apparently. All right. Well, yeah. if that's the case, then that makes sense. Because I was I was really I dude I no joke I was under the assumption that the abilities could be passed to your kid without the kid being like born first. But if that's the case, if it's passed genetically, mm-hmm. then yes, that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. Then that means that by 2019, there should be a bunch of these kids. Uh, There's definitely probably more than just the two that we've been shown. Well, I mean, if you look at everybody that was at that event, 
like there was a bunch of people there that and 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 according to uh according to pat according to everything that i heard he only killed like four or five people Mm -hmm. because especially when he got destroyed or whatever and only like five saw five ghosts come out of him i'm gonna call him ghost even though really it's just energy um because even michael b jordan says it well Mm -hmm. if that's the case and i just missed that which i can admit i'm gonna bump it up to an a full on i'm gonna give it a uh that's fair um yeah wow and that 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 would be easy to miss because if you're not looking at the screen there were just a few moments here and there when it would show them in a location that would put the year up but it would only be up for like a second okay so like the one flashback they did of pat and mark and the others in iceland it says iceland 2010 and then boom well, and I then knew- the one time when she does the dance solo, and that's when he first told Pat he got married. And then when she's doing that dance solo and he takes the flowers to her backstage, it says, you know, 2011. Well, then that's the thing is I, I, I should have picked up on it because I knew that the event happened in 2010 and the show takes place in 2019 and Dion's eight. I should have mm-hmm. done the math straight up. Like I knew some information that would have told me that, but I just didn't piece it together. So that's on me. That's a hundred percent on me. I I had the information, chose not to act on it. Uh that being Gee, that sounds like fucking Twitter, Greg. All right. Calm down. Don't you call me Twitter over again. Uh so yeah, I'm gonna give it an A. I, I really enjoyed it. I think I mean there's just a there's just a couple things here and there. I'm gonna ask you kindly to knock it off. <laughs> Not quite off. Uh, would you stop it? Um, yeah, like like Josh said earlier about the like going too long with the like personal life of uh, Nicole and whatnot. It's just kind of like oh, okay, I'm just get back to Dion. No, not so much about her personal life, just her work life. I didn't. I think they just you know the personal life stuff was fine, dude. I didn't like her sister at all at first. And I didn't pick up that was her sister at first either. I was like, man, her friend's a bitch, (laughs) is what I was thinking. And I know, sorry, that's a horrible thing to think. But then when I learned they were sisters, I was like, okay, she's allowed to act that way towards her. You know, because siblings. Siblings, um, siblings, siblings, siblings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, man, uh, what what do you give it? What's your grade? I, I, I give it a solid A. Uh, I thought it was pretty well done. Just went a little long on some scenes here and there. I mean, sure, I could really have honestly liked, been done in eight episodes. <laughs> it could have been done in eight, I think. You're right. Uh, but, you know, these were nine episodes that varied in length of 40 to 50 minutes. Uh, I think eight 45-minute episodes, you could probably have done it you know, shave off five, ten minutes here for one. But then, I don't know, man. The way the episodes were done, like every episode would end on a shocker. Uh, shocker. You know, it's like, oh, shit, look at that reveal. And the next episode, oh, shit, look at that reveal. I, I Honestly, I think you needed the nine, come to think of it. Um, well, the pacing, I, I said this earlier, the pacing, the pacing was, really was good. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the cinematography on this, the effects, wonderful. Uh, the the soundtrack 
was fucking great. Yeah. Like, they had some really legit great songs they used in this. Um, it was it was a lot of fun and highly enjoyable, and I highly recommend it. Uh, is it my absolute favorite thing I've watched in a while? No, but, I mean, it's it's solid, and I'm going to rewatch it with Misty, because she only got to watch, like, the first three episodes with me last night. One this morning, I think. Maybe not even one this morning, but she did watch, like, the last little bit of episode eight and all of episode nine. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. She just needs the middle part. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a solid day. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, you have you have two things, a, a, a subpar movie and a great TV show. Um, both digestible, by the way. They're both actually really short for the medium that they are. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, next episode, we are going to be talking about the film Dolomite Is My Name, which I'm actually looking forward to. Me too. Um, and the short uh, comedy Living With Yourself starring Paul Rudd. Uh both look very funny, very entertaining, so I'm looking forward to both of them, but they're also very mm-hmm. digestible, uh, which is funny because we could have benefited from these two la- this last episode <laughs> more than this week because I have a little bit more time this week, but these are two very popular things on Netflix that both of us want to watch. So, um, Yeah, definitely. Tom. Yeah. Well, that gives I us... Mean, I- that gives both of us more time to do other things that maybe we put off this last week, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I have, dude, no joke, I have, like, I just got Modern Warfare, which I want to finish the campaign to. I have um, uh, Super Monkey Ball coming up that I want to play on my Switch and Lu- Luigi's Mansion. Um, I bought, like, three fucking indie games because I'm an idiot. I just have too many games I want to play, and, uh. Um, yeah, so I'm okay with short series. That's my, that's the whole point of me talking about the video game thing. Yeah. Uh, and let's see the next episode of this, since this comes out on the first, oh man, the next episode, the first episode of the Mandalorian will have aired. Oh yeah. And, and we've, we've decided, Josh and I have decided that we're just going to every episode of the podcast. We're going to spend about five to 10 minutes yeah. talking about the episode of whatever's premiering on disney plus so mandalorian yep. first obviously mm-hmm. um, uh and i'm very and then we'll do like an overall recap at the end yeah yeah and we'll give a that's and that's what we'll give a seasonal grade but we'll give episode grades too so it'll be fascinating to do that on this podcast but mm-hmm. uh, we're still gonna it's do gonna two, be different yeah we're, we're still gonna do two shows on top of that um yeah but this is just like a one hour thing to watch before so I'm 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 excited, man! I, that new trailer that dropped for it the other day, holy shit! Yeah, did you see Bill Burr in it? Which surprised the hell out of me because I had no idea he was in it. Oh yeah, I knew he was in it, but he actually confirmed in an interview he did the other day that they've they've he's gone for the uh, the scans for his action figure. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah. We're going to get a Bill Burr action figure. Now I need a Jim Jeffries action figure and a Burt Crusher action figure, and I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. All right. Well, 
Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I haven't eaten dinner, and I want to eat dinner, so we're going to do that. Uh, uh, you? I haven't either, and it's 10 o'clock here. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's only 7 here. Guys, we were recording this on the 30th, so if you had a great Halloween, I tell us about it. Go to their social medias. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, All Queued Up Podcast, the fan page, or the group discussion page. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at, at Queued Up Podcast. You can go to Instagram, which is All Queued Up with underscores in between each word. Hit us up on any of those. On, on any of those, um, there's a comment section on on just about every place that this podcast is up and uh, uploaded to. Um, if you guys have suggestions for future episodes, uh, content you want us to talk about within the uh, sideshow that we do, uh, uninhibited, let us know. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about, and we're more than happy to do that. Um, anything else I've missed, Josh? In the link down? Uh, no, no, but while I was at TFCon this past weekend, I did have several people tell me how how much they have been enjoying our show um, in person. Um, so I was like, dude, leave comments, please. Leave feedback, please. You know, uh, my buddy Mike that lives in Seattle... He was there, and when we were having, he and his wife showed up when Misty and Madison and I were eating dinner uh, Sunday, and he and his wife, or Thursday, and he and his wife arrived Thursday, and they came in to get some food too. And he was sitting there telling me that the prior week's episode he was just cracking up at, especially when we got into Star Wars talk. <laughs> and I was like, well, if you enjoyed that, wait until you hear tomorrow's episode, you know, because we talked about Star Wars some more yeah, yeah. on last week's show. So, you know, it's it's nice to hear things like that. Yeah. I we mean, enjoy hearing feedback, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, we, we, we know that you guys are out there um, and we, we love that you enjoy the podcast. We want to know exactly. Want to know exactly how much you love it. Yeah, yeah, we want details. <laughs> we want details. We're narcissistic people, guys. Come on. Uh. Like, Greg loves chocolates. And to show your appreciation, you can get molds of your butthole. Okay. And well, made into chocolates. He would love those okay. from you. Okay, well, let's not, let's not jump the gun here, bud. <laughs> You'd eat it and you know it. Yeah, I'd probably eat it while I'm laughing my ass off that somebody sent me butthole chocolates. I, hope, I would totally be awesome. I hope that it wouldn't be your actual butthole. And not by your, I mean the listener's butthole. Like, if it's a, like a specific person, maybe, like, I, I mean, I imagine that there's a lot of, uh, uh, I'm porn totally, stars buttholes I'm to in the market out there. I'm totally going to get a mold made of my butthole and just send it to all my friends as Christmas candy. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween! Uh, oh God, giving those out as Halloween treats would be the best. <laughs> get, get a bunch of Oreos and scrape the filling out of them, and fill them up with toothpaste, and give them toothpaste-filled Oreo cookies and fucking butthole chocolates. I believe if you give butthole chocolates to children, that's how you get banned from going to schools. No, no, man, because you know they're going to eat it. Before anybody sees it, they're gonna be like, "Oh, chocolate! Wow, this looks funny. What is this? Is, is that a is that a peach that's been cut open? I don't know." Uh, 
Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> you all right there, Greg? Make you, make you a little... Oh, it's so uh, weird. A little vomity there. Why so vomity? Okay. Oh, that was an episode... That was the title of episode seven in Raising Dion. Why so vomity? Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, guys, oh, this is an end that I will never forget of a podcast. Uh, Speaking of ends... Get a mold of your end and give to your loved ones in the form of chocolate. Hey, Josh, why don't you talk about your fucking social media instead, huh? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook under my regular name. Uh, all the links to my social media profiles are listed on my page. They're public, my Instagram, my Twitter, etc. Uh, you can catch me on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel every other Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on a show called Figabangin'. It's a live review show of uh, usually Transformers, uh, but Ace is the host of that show, Ace Milo, and me and a couple of other friends uh, ask questions and about to figure while he reviews it and all that and it's fun we're juvenile as hell on there but that's okay uh and then on you know along with this show which comes out every friday uh every friday night live on the realm of collectors youtube channel at around 9 p.m eastern time is mpsp theater uh tonight's show is going to be a load of fun but it's going to be a very special show uh, it's our TFCon wrap-up, and we're going to have guests on the show rotating in and out throughout the show talking about their TFCon experiences. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. But that's me. What about you, Greg? Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on just about any social media website at Chub Rock Geek. Uh You can find my Twitter... I'm sorry, my Twitch. I do that every time. You can find my Twitch as also Chub Rock Geek. As a matter of fact... We've been having a lot of fun uh, with the um, Jackbox Party Pack Jackbox Party Pack Six. Why is it so hard to say sometimes? Um, there's a specific. Did, what's that? Did Did you guys play any while I was gone? No, 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 no. Uh, I should have, but I just, I just didn't. I just didn't. Um, Too busy. I mean, probably, but also, I just did. Like, there was a couple nights where I just didn't do anything. There was uh, the other night I was so tired, no joke, that I laid down in my bed to just kind of relax, and then and the next fell thing, asleep. Yeah, next thing I was waking up at like nine p.m. I was like, "That's not good," because <laughs> <laughs> um, if I as if I take a nap at that point, I'll you know stay up hella late. And it's, anyway, um, but uh, but yeah, I I really 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 want to play some this Saturday. Um, so if you're listening to this on Friday, join us tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully you're not busy Saturday, Josh. Uh, we are definitely going to be at my sister-in-law's, uh, but we'll be home around 10 o'clock that night. So if you want to do a late start. Oh, I'll likely have to, I'll likely have to, it'll be okay. Like, awesome. between, like your time, it'll be between nine, uh, nine and 10. So it was when I started. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm absolutely going to my sister-in-law's uh, tomorrow because I've not seen her since June. Uh, you know, and Misty loves her sister, you know, um, Madison <laughs> loves her cousins, you know, and I, I love the whole family. Um, and I've not seen them in, in a while and all through September, every weekend was a bad weekend. And then 
this month, uh, the only two weekends I had free or would have had free ended up having to work on the diorama and everything. So it's just not seen them in a while and I miss the family. So absolutely going to be going. Yeah. Um, and then when you get home, we can, uh, we can, we can figure out who the alien is. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be real late, and I'm gonna throw his ass right out of the airlock again. <laughs> Swimmy's gonna scream in chat that it's that it's Valer. Uh, I guys, I cannot express how much fun pre- uh, push the button is. Uh, oh it yeah, is yeah, insanely fun. We need we need to make some promos and go ahead and say that we're gonna do that at like 10 p.m. Eastern, yeah, uh, seven Pacific. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and get that out there and be promoting it. Um. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a good time. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's gonna be it, guys. Remember to watch uh, my uh, Dolomite is Dolomite is my name, starring Eddie Murphy, and uh, Living with Yourself. Yes, Living with Yourself, starring Paul Rudd. I don't know why I keep forgetting the name of that show. Um, and then join us next. Uh, join us in two weeks when we talk about that. Join us next week when Josh and I actually play a round of Crazy Headlines. Um, yeah, it's going to happen this time. <laughs> um, if you don't know what that show is, join us next week. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it, guys. Join us Saturday for some Jackbox. It's going to be a good time. Uh, join Josh Friday for uh, uh, MS- MPSP, MPSP Theater. <laughs> I'm just going to start saying Masterpiece Shit Piece because that's how I can say it. Uh, the, I mean, that's what it stands for. It's just, you know. The abbreviation always gets me. I don't know why. Um, it does a lot of people. It's not just you, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, guys, that's gonna that's gonna be it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I was trying to think of anything else that might have left out, but I don't think we did. I think that's everything. Uh, pretty much. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody.